It's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Kyle. Wife and I are headed down to the Sunshine State, the city that never sleeps. The Big Apple itself. Head down to Orlando, Florida, Steve. Uh, We're going to be in Orlando, Florida at the same time. Are you serious? We're going to be there. You said you're going to be there, what, the first? First to the fifth. We're going to be there from the third to the fifth. Hey! Hey, look at that. You want to hang out? Uh Uh-uh. And Steve. And then I've got to mention that we've got the Wheel of Goo coming up on the morning show on Wednesday, where... We That's spin a great bit. Great bit. <laughs> we will spin a wheel, and one of us will have hey, to t- have to touch some goo. I mean, what else would the wheel of goo be? Right. Now here they are: two guys who are living in style, Steve and Kyle. It's a quality bit. Wheel of goo. You know, I'm glad you're mentioning it, Steve, because as I told you before, I I don't listen to the side gig. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of the production. Right. Which, uh, every time you mention that, seems like a not-so-subtle dig in my direction. I don't know why you'd think that. What's your title over there? Executive producer. Ah. What a coincidence. Uh-huh. What What is executive uh-huh. about what you do? I got the corner office, company got, car. Got the I'm windows. an executive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I'm a... So you've got a, the expense credit card. Take mm, the yeah. take the hot shots out for <laughs> lunch when they're in town. Yeah, when whenever. Um, yeah, the big wigs they come to town, or the the people that were trying to wine and dine, woo them a little bit. Yeah. So if you were to add a baby monkey to the feces flinging crew, yeah, would that then be associate producer? Or junior executive producer? I don't know. I've never, um, I've never been hung up on titles at all. What's I've, higher? What, what's what is producer higher or lower than executive producer? I would think it would be lower because you don't have that executive in front. Yeah, yeah. The executive was is what makes it makes it a big deal. I guess I don't. I don't want to. Like I said though, it's been twelve years, yeah. and in that, <laughs> you haven't asked for a promotion. I've never, I've never cared about what my title was. Yeah, and even when I started, they were like, "Well, what do you want your title to be?" I'm like, "I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter to me. I know what my responsibilities are, and I take care of them every day. Yeah, and if you're happy with it, and I'm happy with it, I don't care what anyone else thinks. I need, I need the approval of like four people, and as long as those four people are happy, I don't care what anyone else thinks or says." Here's what I'd like to see you do. Okay. All right. So I'd like to see you. I'm gonna. Am I gonna switch it up a bit? Am I? Am I gonna shake things? I'd up? like to see you send an email right now okay. while we're recording, right. and it's to all the monkeys. Let me pull up. Or well, I guess not all the monkeys. The monkeys who Dear pay. Dear monkeys. Yeah. yeah. Re, uh, what, what is the subject of this? Um. My title. Responsibilities. Respons- and. In the future, because I think that really makes it. Oh, responsibilities. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that is a click on immediately. Oh, email. no question. Because the first thing, you know, if if they leave the yacht or if they have Wi-Fi on the yacht and they see that. Oh, they do. They, there's plenty. The, the, the Wi-Fi blankets that whole yeah. yacht. That's an immediate click. And that'll be on the poll. Uh, does any email with the words your future warrant an immediate well, no, I, click? I think, yeah. And it, it does an email 
titled Re colon responsibilities and the future yeah. warrant an, an immediate click yes. yeah and i'd like to see you bring up you know hey after 12 years i think it's time i changed my title <laughs> and right. it's instead right, so, of executive be producer titled. because again we don't even know what the executive means right I'm typing up our show notes right now, okay. so when you look yeah. at the the rundown before you listen to the podcast, and you say, "Oh, what what are the what are the guys chatting about this week? What are they cutting it up about?" The first bullet point is Steve's future with the sidekick. <laughs> that should get a click or two. Yeah, maybe from one of them. Yeah. No. 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 That won't happen. You hearing a buzzing? By the way, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Oh, just I. Uh, and I'd like to see you really shoot after 12 years. For that senior in front of executive senior, producer. Maybe a senior vice president of executive production. Maybe add a title. So maybe you have two rows. So you have executive producer mm-hmm. and then something else, whether it's, you know, senior programming manager. What do you think oh, about that? Boy. You like that addition? Yeah, the old SPM. Do you think they'd is this something they'd go for if you mentioned it without, you know, the merits mm-hmm. of a raise? Do you think a title change would be okay in their oh, I think, eyes? I think if if I said to them, look, I want to change my title. Don't worry. You don't have to pay me anymore. They'd say, you can call yourself whatever you want. There would be no argument there. So I guess how do we weasel this in with a raise? Mm. Now, I don't know about extra responsibilities. That's not the point. I think we really just yeah, shoot for that. Them. If anything... The higher I get up the chain, yeah. the less responsibilities I'm looking for. Because I've earned my way to the top right, you've, now. I, I've, as you've said before, plenty of times, you won't, just like Greg Meskel, who won't shut up about the five Olympics he's been to, you don't shut up about how you were in the trenches. Down in the trenches. Like, you're the guy, you know, the World War One grunts mm-hmm. who were literally in trenches, and Steve is the way all of those documentaries should go. I don't, yeah, I don't. The next documentary about trenches should be titled that. Those World War I guys <laughs> and Steve. So, yeah, I, so, well, so I'm, I'm in full support of this. So the new, the new goal is new title, mm-hmm. raise, mm-hmm. less responsibility. Yeah. Okay, how do we type this out? Because I want to see this happen. I want a closed-door meeting. But again, I don't want all the monkeys. I only want the monkeys that pay you. Because I really think if you exclude the monkeys that aren't paying you, it really creates a nice divide on that team. Some real... Oh, yeah. Because then they're both going to be like, well, it's not my place, but I kind of want to know what's going on in that... You always want to know what's going on in a closed-door meeting. Anytime you're not a part of it. Even if you know it has nothing to do with you, you still want to know... If it doesn't have anything to do yes. with me, then why aren't, why aren't I in there? Yeah. Like, are they talking about me? Is this something going around me? Yeah. Like, the closed-door meeting is of is of lore. It's a power move. It's a real power move. Yeah. If, there are, if you have subordinates in the room and you really want to throw them for a loop, you point to one of the, you know, three, say there's five people in the room. Uh-huh. You point to two of the five and you say, hey, come with me. We got to have... A CDM. Well, closed door meeting, obviously. Oh, 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 oh. 
You create. You make sure that there is dissension amongst the troops yes. at all times. You really want to create a just at, at least a small enough. Now, this is what the framework for all teams mm-hmm. is: a real divide. And you say small, I say make that divide as big as possible. Like a real crack in the framework type of thing. You make sure, like, make it so obvious that when you walk in in the morning, again, going back to the scenario where there's five people in the room, you say to somebody, have my favorite employee do this weekend. What did my favorite employee get 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 into this weekend? You make sure that they know that there is a hierarchy. Oh. I love it because then you've got skepticism among everybody who's not pulling in like the big, big bucks. Yeah. You've got a little anger because there's a, obviously there's a noted difference between a closed door meeting and an open door meeting. Cause an open door meeting, you can go on in. Mm-hmm. If you ask me, I don't think it matters. The subject matter. If you, if you don't know what it is, you can wander on in. They didn't close the door for a reason. Exactly. So mosey on in. Heck, they're basically asking for your opinion. If that door's open. Right. There might as well be a suggestion box in person. Mm -hmm. Hey, come on in. Let us know what you think about what we're doing here. And have a seat. But if that door is closed, it's the air of mystery. Yeah. Oh. Now, if you're part of the closed door meeting and there are people outside that are not part of the closed door meeting, you make it a point to turn around and look at them, make eye contact with them through that office window as much as possible so they know that you're talking about them. Oh, yeah. Because I want it's got to be hush-hush, and then nobody talks about it. But then again, like it's always kind of talked about like in circles, Well, right? I mean, at some point you have to be walking through the office and you look at the person that was in the CDM with you and you yeah, say, yeah, hey, yeah. remember what we talked about, and then just kind of scan the room with yeah, your eyes. Yeah. That's it. Say it loud enough. Loud so enough. Yeah, everybody loud else can hear it. Yeah. God, we got to run an office. So. We really do. We'd have such a good team of everybody who hates each other <laughs> and nobody who talks to each other. That's my dream. Our my turnover, dream office. Our turnover would be rampant. We would have new employees every two weeks because nobody would be able to handle it. My dream office is where nobody likes anybody else and nobody talks to anybody else. How's that going? I mean, you're. We haven't talked about this in a while. You've been yeah. part of the yeah, corporate. Kyle's been back in, Mister Corporate, for a year now. Yeah. Create um, and divide. Well, and I make, was making so I, sure people uh, keep their distance from you. I was out of the office for, well, I think seven months with my boo boo. Mm-hmm. Sent me home before the surgery. Didn't go back until June. So at this point, it's really just trying to get back into cleaning up the riffraff You're because trying to, trying to reestablish your yeah seniority. You, you let the scum run free for for that long. You don't just get rid of that scum with you know a little lime away. You got to get in there <laughs> yeah. with a bristle brush. Yeah, and you've really got a grinder. Yes. knock that rust off. No question. You know all about it, Steve. You've been mm-hmm. sitting out there on the manchi. Yeah, uh, that's what we call it. And we do, yeah. you call it the Manchi? Yeah. Hashtag Manchi Monday. You post a picture of the Comanche. Christ almighty, I wish I didn't ask. Like of all, of, of all the why, items, why I you... didn't want to know or think was real. I don't Calling it the Manchi and saying it's Manchi Mondays. God, I just, I don't understand why you get so mad 
at something that brings someone else joy. What is? What I don't is, know why, that it's why? the fact that it brings you no, joy. It is. It it's is. it's all it's, it's it's because you don't like it. It's your cult it's, of weirdos who follow you around weirdo. and they wave and they're all Looney Tunes and I can't uh, wave because I'm a jerk because I'm only driving a well, normal let, car. Let's be honest, you would not be waving anyway. Of all the things about Jeeps that I don't want, mm-hmm. the waving is at the top of that list. It's at the top of my list, too. I'm but you a, still do it, I'm don't you? I'm not a fan of the wave. You still do it? I will not initiate the wave. So you're reciprocating the So who is the bigger Jeep If someone jerk? goes out, I just don't notice. Like, if I pass by a Jeep, I'm sure I pass by 100 of them a day. But I just, I don't notice it. I don't, I'm not driving and, like, scanning the horizon for other Jeeps uh, to wave at. Yeah. So if I happen to see somebody with their arm out the window, at the last minute, I may give them, like, the, you know, eh, two fingers up on the steering wheel. Oh, wow. The dismissive Jeep wave. No, that's that's the Jeep wave. That is... Uh, the two fingers from the wheel? Yeah, like, holding on to the wheel. Kind of the, See, my interpretation like was that you take off your Jeep sunglasses <laughs> and then remove your Jeep-branded leather gloves... Oh, that, that would, I mean, that's a lot to happen in a short period of time. Sorry, I'm putting that one on the pool. Who's the bigger Jeep jerk? The wave initiator or the guy who refuses to wave? Oh, boy. I guess I should put that guy who refuses to start the wave, like the wave first. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm sure there have been times where I've initiated, but I don't, uh, Harley people do this too, practice. and I don't know who I like. Oh, they less. do the yeah, they do the their their wave is down low though. Yeah, it's almost like they're doing a low five. I don't know why, but I feel like uh, that's like I similar think... to what white supremacists do, right? With <laughs> well, the... <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. Well, no, but it's like I would you say... know they 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 hide the circle thing, yeah. and then like but yeah, it's like a Harley like hey, yeah, down low, right, right, right. I think that the Harley one is cooler. Inherently, you do. well, I think that. Riding a Harley is inherently cool. Driving a Jeep is, it's not, like, there's nothing, it's not not cool, but there's nothing cool about it. It's just another vehicle. Yeah. I think that, I, it, I don't know, like, it's like that lore of the badass Harley rider. Sure, and that's the thing, it's the lore, when in actuality, it's usually guys in their 50s and 60s yeah, with their wives on the back. It's a lawyer. With their <laughs> trunks full of, you know. Saddlebags. Medicine and extra clothes. <laughs> Well, you know, I'll need my back pill for when yeah. we get to oh. lunch out on the lake shore. Yeah, and I need my high blood pressure meds. It's yeah. going to be a long weekend. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. The the lore of the cool Harley rider for me is totally non-existent anymore. Well, yeah, I think that in reality, most people riding Harleys aren't like, you know, sons of anarchy right. type guys. Right. But I still, I don't know, I still think it's cooler. And, and it's cooler than e- driving a Jeep. It's cooler than driving a Camry. It's cooler than, you know, whatever. I think the the group who all think driving Harleys makes them part of the club is as cool as the scooter people. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> well, you still have, do you still have those patches that a listener sent? I do. That yeah. we were going to get ironed on to a denim jacket, I yeah. believe, at some yeah. point. Or a denim sleeveless yeah. jacket. Yeah, I have the I have the patches. I still think I should do that because I think that would be great to hang up in the studio. Yeah. Um showing that, you know, I was once 
I was always part of the scoot brigade. Yeah. Like a in memoriam for your scoot time. Yeah. <laughs> Back Those to, were beautiful patches, too. They were they're very they nice. They easily cost a lot of money. They, they were very nice. Back to that, I wanted to, add, I wanted to follow up on the idea of you becoming a, the senior programming manager, the mm-hmm. uh, SPM. Yeah. In addition to getting uh, maybe senior on that ad- executive producer title. Yeah. How do you think that would go? Like, again... In addition to a raise, because, mm-hmm. you know, you guys are in a stasis, right? But I think you have the opportunity to, to walk it. in, pull the pin on the on the old frag grenade, <laughs> lob it in, and say, I can't believe, since I've been here, you've hired two new people for to be, you know, hosts in the studio, yet I'm still stuck behind that stupid wall. Are you still in the uh, no. you're, you're in your own office? Mm-hmm. You're in the main studio? For about three years. That didn't come with a raise, huh? No. Oh, oh. <laughs> Just another reason, huh? Actually took a pay cut. Yeah. That'd be another reason, huh? You know, bring this up. I got stock options, though. You, uh... Oh, you guys publicly <laughs> traded? Where can I short you when this thing goes belly up? Just actively, but like every week, I'm now I'm now super curious about how the radio show's going. Yeah, but not for your success. Just hoping one of you goes full racist on or sure. something, or gets yeah. caught in a hot mic, uh-huh. so I can then short my stock options <laughs> and make money on can your I inevitable do, can demise. I do that too, being a stockholder, would that be insider trading? Boy. Boy, could you make yourself money by going full blown racist on a hot mic that you can claim I didn't know? I mean. It doesn't have to be racist because I feel like in terms of reasons to get fired from radio, I think direct misogyny would be a lot better for you in your career than direct racism. Yeah, that's true. Because direct misogyny, you could pivot and become one of those far right people on one Mm -hmm. of, you know, the RPB or the OANN. And you could have your own show where you talk about how you were canceled for just saying what everybody's yep. thinking. Yeah, I'm just a tell like it is guy. Yeah, that that would be your new response, boy, Steve. I, I mean, I don't know that we should talk about this uh, stock option manipulation openly on yeah, this probably podcast. Not, probably not. But I'm pretty comfortable that nobody uh, in your five block radius is part of the SEC. So <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, to the six of you listening, keep it quiet, and I'll cut you in. I'll uh, I'll put that on the poll though too. What's a <laughs> yeah. better What's a better reason for Steve to be fired? Eh. direct misogyny or direct racism mm-hmm. no and then ra- c will no. be both i'd rather not i'd rather that not be a poll what if i leave your name out of it nope no why don't we just keep that what off? is the best reason uh-uh. to be fired from radio so what options then nah nope Misog- trying to now trying to fly below the radar if you post that i'm going to delete it misogyny racism uh we could throw some homophobia in there. No. Why don't we just not? Why don't we just not do that? That would be ideal. Do you think, though, I've been in radio a long time, Steve. Almost 20 years. Really? Yeah. 2002. Fall of 2002. You think uh, think there's a big celebration planned? (laughs) Most certainly do not. I mean that's that's overall that's since I started my my fledgling career. I guess it would right. be November of 02 was when I first when I got my first 
part-time radio yeah. job. So, yeah, because your anniversary another... would be the first time you got paid, in my mind, the yeah. first day you got paid yeah. for working in radio. I, I still remember getting that paycheck and oh. looking at it and being like, this is amazing. I'm getting paid to do this. Yeah, right. I mean, you didn't realize that, you know, 19 years from now, you would have those dreams and happiness that you experienced you would have crushed dozens if not hundreds of those same feelings on your new radio gig yeah yeah it's i i I still remember exactly where i was i remember opening up the paycheck like i had just gotten my first office mailbox at the radio station man there was something even i steve had an office mailbox isn't that amazing Who's going to send me anything? I was no a one. part-time board operator when I ran yeah. the best of for you guys. They put the garbage in there. They, yeah. That was where the, you know, to whom it may concern. I somehow still got spam mail. <laughs> <laughs> like the inter-office mailbox. Yeah. But yeah, I remember going into the radio station. It was a Saturday morning. I went into board op uh, health matters with Dr. Michael Glenn and Dr. Thomas de Blasio. Oh, Michael. The, we've tried. It, it's it doesn't exist oh the the program is done oh my god the program was done i bet let's see that was 19 years ago i bet that program was done 18 and a half years ago boy there's a lot of michael glenn's what was the other guy what was the other yahoo's thomas name? de blasio i believe yeah, maybe he's related to uh you said this well, this was in jersey right mm-hmm. or new york yeah uh, related to the mayor oh could be could be could we get him on be our big get boy that was um they were both very very nice guys um he is doctors. still a family practice physician that around. Let me in see Oakhurst, New Jersey. That's a, no a, picture uh, handy, but also not very good on the Google reviews. Not people not uh, people not a big fan of Thomas De Blasio. Two point three, not great. Let's see if we're going to get him on, but it seems like he's probably. You know, he was always very. They were both always very nice to me. Um, so were you? You were board opping them face to face. Like they yep. were in the studio with yep. you on the other side of the glass? Yep. Yeah, they were in the studio. They did just two local doctors. They did a show about, you know, health-related issues. Talked about, like, you know, heart issues or muscular issues or whatever. And uh, always just really, really wanting people to call in. and Never getting calls. No one, no one ever called in. Because it, I mean, if you was, have a medical the, issue and you're calling into a radio program... You're doing it backwards. It was the lowest of the low power AM right. radio stations. Uh, yeah, you couldn't get the show five miles from the tower. Boy, some of these reviews are. They seem very New Jersey. <laughs> uh, this guy. Jazz. This is from. Put on your best jersey and read it. This well, this is from user Joey's Left Nut. <laughs> that could be his name. And this is a one star review. I told the doctor my wrist is in severe pain and his solution was to explain ergonomics to me instead of setting me up for an x-ray. Turns out I have severe carpal tunnel. Come here if you want Google answers rather than actual care and something to be done. Okay. The next one star review is from uh, the Corn Master. Hey, that sounds like a character we'd make up. Terrible establishment. Mm. He told me he told my laboratory results. Oh, hang on. Where did that go? He told my laboratory results after six and a half months, it turned out my potassium was 6.7 and my heart went Scooby-Doo Abushu. <laughs> what exactly does that mean? I have to ask the corn master. 
and I had to go to emergency room and receive dialysis. Go here if you wish to lose your fingers and toes. <laughs> Uh, See, I'm one. on uh, ZocDoc.com. Yeah, how's he shaping up there? Five-star rating, 57 reviews. One, uh, Another one-star review. These are all like eight to ten months. I wonder if he's having a, if mm. de Blasio's having a rough go of it. There he is. That's him right there. I'm looking at a, yep. That is. This guy brought me into his office and told me my wrist pain is from playing ping pong <laughs> and that I should use my feet instead. I can't reach that far with my feet. Help, please. I can't be. <laughs> these are, these are your fellows. These are the people, are my, Steve. Yeah, that when you people. post anything, mm-hmm. you get this guy, Dogman or Cornmaster or Joey's left or nut. Joey's left nut. These are your people who go, yeah, Jersey, stand up. Hey, Jersey, strong. You know, we went through Sandy. Jersey guys, just know. Another one-star review from somebody named Hickhouse. Hickhouse? Okay, what is This Hick one's House? actually proper grammar. Uh, something about three months ago. Blood work. Still haven't gotten them back. Uh, how could a medical establishment take three months to send blood results? Well, you know, you figured you wait a week and call them back. But, you know, what do I know? I'm uh, Again, I'm no doctor. I'm, I'm no Tommy DeBlas. <laughs> That's how he would have to come back, right? You can't have, like... Medical Hour with Dr. Thomas de Blasio. No, now it's got to be... Tommy de Blasio. Yeah. Get your questions in now, one eight 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 ask doc We've got Tommy de Blasio on the line. Beep, 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 Okay, Tommy, we've got rapid-fire questions coming up. Joey's left nut, you're on the air. Hang now, what do I do? Shave it off. Cornmaster, you're on. Got a headache that won't go away. What do I do? Do you think now? Now I don't know that I'd, I would reach out. Do you think uh, you think we can get Tommy to Blas or uh, what was it? the other guy was Michael Glenn? Michael Glenn. Yeah. Get either of them guys on. I ask them if they remember this can't radio show. Why you would want to? <laughs> I'm assuming they're very entertaining, and it would go as expected. Mm. Yeah. These are the guys. Like this was. Uh, this is what's referred to as brokered radio. And it's when they were they weren't being paid to do that radio show. Okay, they were paying to do that radio show. Okay, because it gets their practice out there, right. so it gets their okay. So, so it's they, essentially they had paid a, advertising. They had a block of yeah, they had a block of time on Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. I think it was from seven a.m. to eight a.m. So they paid. I have no idea how much it was, but mm-hmm. say for uh, you know for just you know conversation, they paid five hundred dollars for that hour. For that one hour, it was basically a commercial for their uh, for their practices. They could then sell advertising, their own advertising within that. So mm. if they paid five hundred dollars for it, they could turn around and find a client. So they had a, a vitamin distributor. Right. They could charge that vitamin distributor. Hey, we'll play your commercial three times every hour. You pay us five hundred dollars, so they could end up breaking even or making okay. money off of so it. So you're just selling the, the the radio station was just selling space, basically. Yeah, is that something that does that still happen? Yeah, it does. It does. You think? Uh, I think we could get on. Think any of the local ones would do that? I got a lead on something. I could probably get us on. Uh, I mean, listen, radio's dying. It's been you know dying for years. And but if they put us know. on, that could be just the shot in the arm that the old radio. I just needs. think we, you and I, could be out there being account executives. Selling ads to the uh, the Steve and Kyle hour. 
Oh, I kind of like that. Stephen Kyle Hauer. <laughs> and you and I would go on there. We'd do our hijinks for an hour. You know, we'd play the zippy zaps on the soundboard. And... I think we could do it. I really do. I seriously do. I would be very curious if... Now, I wonder because if the the company, the building you work in, mm-hmm. wouldn't allow... There's no way... Oh, I'll go across the street. Would you care. be allowed? Have you uh, uh, have you dung through I the minutia of your contract? Uh, my contract does not have any form of non compete. So, but a non compete is defined as like once you leave one job. I don't. Yeah. I don't think I, while it's, simultaneously it's like a simultaneous compete. And also, <laughs> has I anyone think, ever tried that? Because <laughs> I'm just the guy non compete while I'm still here. Yeah, we're calling it the simultaneous. Yeah, look, uh, next contract. I don't want any simultaneous compete. Yeah, I think what's funny is that the idea of a non-compete is you can't go make money while this is still playing out. Yeah. But what about losing money? Because that's what we're known to do. Can we go lose money across the street for the Steve and Kyle hour? Hmm. Because there's no way we're making a profit off of that. We're just getting our voices onto different airwaves. You never know. We could find an advertiser, I'm sure. I'm sure one. I'm sure that there's one business out there that would pay fifty dollars yeah. a week to have us do play their commercial two times. But I kind of like the idea of you plugging the Steve and Kyle hour, which is being you know aired across the street on a rival station yeah. during your main show. <laughs> Whether it's wearing a shirt or having right. you know on a whiteboard behind your head, yeah. like tune into the Steve oh, and Kyle screen. hour. Yeah, yeah, I'll set up a green screen behind me. I really like this idea. I know we've talked about it in the past. This is how the billboard campaign was formed. Yeah. It was, you know, how do we get our face on a billboard? And next thing you know, a year later, there we are in Van Wert, Ohio, our big faces on yep. a billboard. I've long thought about how much do radio ad spots cost, mm. but I think that's that's level one. We're leveling up here with yeah. the idea of brokered radio. Brokered radio. Yeah. Listen, I'll travel for it. If we've got to go to, so we do this once a week, but we drive to like Lansing or something. Yeah, but we got like a professional studio. Yeah, you know, does that do we have to bring along our own you know producer? Did you get paid from Doctor Glenn and Doctor uh, Tommy De Tommy De Blas, or no. were you paid by the station? I got paid by the radio station. So the, I'm assuming the station rolled that into. Yes, the, that was yeah. the cost. So you know they paid a thousand bucks a month, mm-hmm. but they got you know green behind the ear wet oh, behind yeah. the ear yeah, steve exactly i i got i think i got like ten dollars an hour maybe and it was so you're there a couple hours so yeah, for the so radio I'd station there, i'd clock in for two hours yeah because because you can't really sell that because not everybody coming in for brokered radio in especially in the case of tommy de and dr glenn mm-hmm. i don't know why i won't give uh tommy de the doctor title but i feel like tommy yeah. de blas and dr glenn's a good radio show I feel like that's the one guy making fart noises while the other one's trying they, to give sound boy, medical I advice. Can't, I can't tell you how serious these two were, as they should be. They were giving medical well, advice. It's medical were, advice. They but- were ve- they were very, very by the book, mm-hmm. um, but, I mean, had no clue what they were doing when it came to hosting a radio show. Sure. So they had, I believe it was 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. They were on. Prime time. On uh, Saturday mornings, low-power a.m. station. So... On that station, all of the most of what was uh, most of the programming on that radio station was mm. fed from a satellite. 
So okay, it was like at the top of the hour at eight a.m. exactly was like one minute of ABC Network News, and then it would play a commercial, and then it would go back into whatever the station format was, the yeah. regular programming. Like the, it was oldies at the time. That still happens. It's a. Uh, it, it, I mean the the, uh, the the music machine. Yes, used to be satellite fed. Yeah. So, but what a lot of people may not realize is that is timed out to the second so Mm -hmm. that has to so at 759 when their show had one minute left i would fire a bed like similar to what we do yep like all right well thank you for joining us on health matters today telling tommy and dr glenn wrap it up time to get out yeah so enough talk about bunions so that would play for exactly one minute Mm -hmm. and um at the end of that minute, I would then rejoin like the like I said the ABC News. So eight at top of eight o'clock, you you're syncing up to the second so you can hear whatever yeah. newsman is coming in with ABC yeah. News Radio. So at seven fifty nine, I fire that bed to let them know you got one minute. Yep, wrap it up. So if they wrap it up early, no problem. I just keep the bed up until exactly eight o'clock, mm-hmm. and then dun, 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 mm-hmm. the the news starts. It was always uh, Dr. Glenn would say, well, you know, thank you for joining us this week. Next week, we're going to have this, 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 and this. And he was really good at talking up to like 7.59.55 or so. He'd started getting like, he'd been practicing. He, he knew. He knew the outro he monologue. Knew, he knew that he couldn't go past 8 Very o'clock. Very nice. So he'd talk until 7.59.55 and he'd say, well, thank you for joining us and we'll talk to you next week. And then without fail, every single week. Dr. de Blasio would jump in and try to add one more thing in the four seconds. And he'd say, yes, I thank you for joining us. And we really appreciate it. I think there was, uh, I think there was some tension a little bit. You think? Cause gotta be the know, last one to talk. Cause yeah. Yeah. Every that's time. the thing. There's it's this last word kind of syndrome. Yeah. Like, he wrapped it up perfectly. You don't need to. Yeah, yeah. But Tommy just did not like feeling. That's typical de Blas, too. You know, guy just couldn't feel like he was being left out. Just hated it. Dr. Glenn's getting all the limelight. Tommy de Blas with the backward hat and the, you know, where everybody. Dr. Glenn had the, the doctor's coat, you know, buttoned up. <laughs> yeah. De Blas is, obviously. Yeah, de Blas has got the open jacket with an ACDC shirt on underneath. Boy, what a what a, a wormhole we just went into. Well, yeah, we're talking your twentieth anniversary, though. Yeah, and personally, right. I mean, I don't know where it goes in terms of our listeners. Well, I'm it, fascinated by by radio tales and stories. I love them. I could I could listen to them and swap them uh, for eternity. I'm fascinated, and I know for a fact. Anytime we talk, you know, your side gig, more people are generally interested in what we're doing anyway. Sure, just because they think we're gonna, you know unveil some big news about the radio show here uh speaking of which next week major bombshell about the sidekick you're not going to believe this one can you believe they did what they did you thought you knew these guys five years ago click here to find out what they're doing now it's now like a buzzfeed article (laughs) but audio yeah, the oh, big two O, big twenty years coming up. Uh, That's a big just one for a year. I mean, I'm, I'm not. Uh, see, I 
20 years, technically, yes, I've been getting paid. But I consider it the following year was when I got – that was my first full-time radio show. I think November next year, 2022. Do we do a party? I'm not interested. This isn't radio. I was kind of hoping you were going to throw me the party. Uh, this isn't radio. What am I, th- I mean, have the – Just have as the, a, you know, a tip of the cap. Have the yacht ride monkeys do something for you. Get you a cake or something. I think at 6 a.m., you know, whatever long-winded uh, self – Indulge an intro over there, plays. Mm-hmm. No offense. <laughs> the mics get cracked open, and like six oh two, you rip off your jacket. Like happy twentieth anniversary, Steve. <laughs> you blast like three party poppers, and it works now because again, you're in the studio. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, you you pop like three of them. Everybody's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And you say, "You know." Congratulations, Steve. No, I just, I pop the party poppers, but then I just say, thank you. Thank you. Couldn't be said enough. I appreciate it. Thank you. And then, and then they all stare at you blankly. It's my 20th anniversary. I'd really like to see this happen next year. Set a reminder. November 20th. For like late October. October. Yeah, yeah. So I can order some party poppers. <laughs> I mean, I got to be prepared. Well, yeah, you don't want to order them now. There's, I'm assuming there's gunpowder in those. Uh, Probably. You know, it would go yeah. bad by next yeah. year. Next thing you know, you have a uh, devastating radio station accident. <laughs> as a man blows off hand with novelty party poppers. Celebrating his 20th paycheck anniversary. October 20th, 2022. Set a reminder. Steve, buy party poppers. For 20th anniversary. Nope. I'd rather I would have to figure this out in a year and a half's time. Somebody uh, set a reminder for the day before that. <laughs> Did you say October 20th? Was October your... 20th. Yeah, somebody set a reminder for October 19th to go back and listen to the August 10th episode, 2020 or 2021. It'll all make sense. Yeah. There's no confusion there. No. Just like, you know, when I last year, October, came, I'd ask you about a door. Oh, yeah. Actually, I just got a new door. I, I don't know if we have... delivered yesterday. I don't know where we're at on the time, because Katie had mentioned to me, and we have to recap the polls this week, otherwise mm-hmm. we're, they're going to become like an insurmountable hill next week. Yeah. She mentioned, oh, Steve's live. I was like, oh, I've seen oh, you yeah. do that occasionally. I've yeah. seen you occasionally. I saw you'll jump on if it. you're you'll jump on if you're if you're bored. You answer some questions, and I'm assuming they're all the same. Most of it's about you know what happened to so and so, or yeah. uh, you know who's really funny off there. <laughs> right. and like, do, right. you, do you really hate the uh, the the chick on the show? Because I'm assuming that's the way your listeners yeah. refer to her. Yeah, the chick. The chick. Uh huh. Yeah. You see boobs. <laughs> Most of the people listen to that, listen to this. It's, it's not fair. <laughs> really <laughs> lumping everyone into this. Really, yeah, pretty fair. really pretty, pretty dumb fair. group. I just realized I never plugged this in, by the way. Never winning. Never winning your show. What are the chicks doing? Since you guys brought in this chick, you're different. You change. Yeah, you're soft now. You talk about, like, like panties. And then in all capital letters, what happened to Joe Stunts? Show hasn't been the same. And then they pick an arbitrary date that they've come up with. Show hasn't been the same since like October of 2006. So the last bit I remember laughing at, I still listen every day, by the way. 
was the time he like punched himself in the nuts. What happened to that type of yeah, funny? You guys aren't funny anymore. Yeah, no edge to you anymore. Uh, sorry. Sorry, you've grown up, but we have to stay the same. I'm looking to listen to nut shots, okay? So, so can you get back to that? So, yeah, I saw Katie mentioned you were live, and I was yeah. like, oh, I wonder what he's... So she kind of showed the phone, <laughs> and it this was... This was not an entertaining one It was a mess. This was a purely, um, purely informational, pure... Um, what would I call it? Uh, like crowdsourcing of information because I was up against a clock. Can I tell you though what my initial thought was when she showed me, and I just saw oh, I'm, I'm I assuming, just saw a very quick image on the phone. I'm assuming you thought that I was working on the studio. No, no, I got so mad at you. What happened? Because I was like, that sob cannot stop undertaking new projects. Yeah, not really. But that um, wasn't that that wasn't the case. So no, if you no. didn't tune in, it's not like this is like an Instagram video you need to go you need to go no. check out and watch for the I'm for surprised the I'm surprised I even uh I had meant to actually you know, at the end of an Instagram live you can post it leave or you it, can leave just it delete on. it. Yeah. yeah. And I I meant to I was like, well, this is not interesting at all. Right. But I think out of habit, I just hit. Save. People are going to be, oh, like, hey, Steve posted yesterday. Let's watch. Maybe it's a cute video of it, video of his daughter. Mm-mm. Maybe it's something with, uh, you know, with Kyle or maybe it's something about the radio show. Let me tune in. No. And what they got, Steve, was. <laughs> Help me. I need plumbing <laughs> advice. <laughs> this um, this all started because, um, well, back in April. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Town Drunk Rusty come and do a bunch of beautiful painting in our kitchen. It does not surprise me that that drunk buffoon screwed something up in your house. He didn't. He had nothing to do I with it. I can't believe. <laughs> he had nothing to do. I he can assure stumbled you. stumbled in. Nope. No. Pint bottle hanging out of his back pocket and somehow botched your plumbing. So back then. God, um, I love that guy, by the way. I, I love Rusty. Rusty's a fantastic Great person. Great man. So we, he came in and he painted our whole kitchen. At the same time, I, I put down like new uh, laminate flooring mm-hmm. in the kitchen, the little entryway, and into the um, laundry room. So that the entryway and the laundry room have remained exactly the same. Like we ripped out all the trim, we ripped out the old crappy doors, mm-hmm. and just left it. And we had no plans to redo it. This summer, we were like, no, we're we're taking the summer off. Mm-hmm. I've said before, and we've done. I've heard someone taking the year off, yeah. which was apparently the most ambitious lie ever. <laughs> the year of no project. It lasted it like two like weeks building a massive deck. <laughs> so we haven't done anything with it. And then the other day I thought, well, OK, summer is, uh, you know, the days are waning. Let's I wanted to get in touch with our drywall guy so I could get on his schedule for, I don't know, whenever, sometime yeah. in the next month, two months. And because um, I knew he was really busy. So I sent him a text. I said, hey, would you have time to stop by and just give me an estimate? We just need to know what we're mm-hmm. what we're dealing with. And he got back to me and he said, yep, no problem. I'll let you know. Then a couple days later, he got back to me and said, hey, are you are you home tomorrow morning? I can stop by in the morning. It was a day where Annette was here. I said, yep, no problem. So he came out, he did a quick look of it, he gave me an estimate, and then he texted me back. He said, I can come back and do it tomorrow. And I was like, whoa, okay, because this room, it's a complete mess. There's holes in the walls everywhere. Like, it just needs somebody to go through and 
patch all the holes, make it look nice. I'm not good at that stuff. So I was like, rather pay you go for it. And then I got home from work the other day, like the day before he was going to come and do the work. And I realized, Oh crap. I still got to fix a lot of stuff. I had to like take out one of the lights that was installed because the wiring was wrong. The plumbing was all screwed up. And that's when I took to Instagram live because I didn't know if our plumbing was correct, how it was. And at that point, it's like four o'clock or five o'clock in the afternoon. Boy, you're you're. So it's it's not like I can call up a plumber and yeah. be like, "Hey, can you come out?" Or if you do, you're going to get disgruntled guy yeah. who needs the money. Or I'm going to pay the the emergency after right. hours fee. Right. So I'm there. I'm like cutting holes in my drywall to access the pipes behind them, which I guess worked out well because my drywall guy was coming the next day to to patch it. But yeah, it was not the most riveting content that I've ever, ever done. How did it, uh, how did it all shake out? Turned out great. The plumbing ended up being okay. I had to replace a couple little things, but, um, did you get in there though and realize like, boy, you know, I could knock out a wall and <laughs> do this or nope. do that. Nope. Nope. So nothing struck you to, uh, no. to change. No, no. So... The only thing, uh, now we just have to prime paint, do some trim. And that's it. That will be good. Giving you some space because I'm waiting for the and then what's uh what else you got going? What what else you got Nothing. cooking up there? I actually had him give me an estimate for the drywall for uh Oh right. For APS. For, for the four point oh. Yeah. Coming twenty twenty never. Do you have uh weight lifting restrictions still because of your boo boo? No. You are mm-hmm. okay. I listen, because... I'll help you bring all the drywall down the stairs on one condition. I don't make you cry. You don't make me weep. <laughs> because that was going to be my next ask. Was uh, Bring drywall down? I'm going to be picking up some drywall. And uh, yeah, I don't, don't know if you remember, things didn't go too well. 